Welcome to the True Wealth Investors Podcast, a show all about real estate investing to help increase your income, lifestyle, and impact. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the True Wealth Investors Podcast. Today, we are joined by Chris Mayfield, who you may remember from uh, episode 30, I believe, and Kurt and Elizabeth Phillips from episode 14. And they are joining me today for a discussion about a new mastermind group that we are starting called the Elevate Mastermind Group. And so the group is just forming. It's gonna, we're gonna have our first meeting the first week of November. It's going to uh, meet weekly. And the purpose of the group is to share information, benefit from each other's experience, encourage each other so that all of the members of the group can get their business to the next level. So in this episode, we talk about what a mastermind is, what the structures of the meetings will be like, what our specific backgrounds are, what we bring to the table, and really why we have benefited from masterminds and coaching and how we think you can too. So enjoy. Okay, welcome everybody. Today I have a uh, different kind of episode. I have uh, multiple guests here and we are talking about a new group that we are starting. So you know me, my name's Chad Harris with True Wealth Investors. We also have Chris Mayfield who has been on multiple times, multiple episodes um, out of Arizona. And we have Kurt and Elizabeth Phillips uh, who have been on sharing their story as well. And they're out of the Lancaster, Ohio area. So welcome everybody. Appreciate you coming on and uh, sharing your perspective and information. Yeah, thanks man. All right, well, one of the reasons we're here today is to talk a little bit about um, kind of sharpening your skills and, and surrounding yourself with people that are doing some of the same things that you're uh, wanting to do, or maybe are even in the midst of doing, even before we uh, started recording this, we were kind of sharing some of our uh, strategies and how we're trying to accomplish some things uh, in real estate. So today we're gonna talk just a little bit about why a mastermind uh, and why specifically uh, Elevate a Mastermind that, that the four of us are, are coming together to begin to collaborate and, and open up to others. So. Without further ado, I'm going to jump into some questions. Chad, this is your podcast. It's been a part of your heart to do something like this. Tell me why why a mastermind? Well, so I was a teacher, right? Teacher, missionary, that's my heart is just to serve and, and help others. And so when I went into real estate, I always looked for ways in, in the business to be able to still have that part of me. Uh, be active helping others and serving others. And I've been in multiple masterminds and seen, I mean, huge benefits just from being accountable to other people, sharing what their experience, benefiting from their uh, struggles and their hard-earned lessons and not having to go through those uh, on my own. And so I thought I would really enjoy the opportunity to help other people build their businesses, take their businesses to the next level. And knowing you guys with similar arts and passions, guys and gals, Elizabeth, sorry. Um, 
I thought this was a great opportunity for us to collaborate and people to really have a bunch of experience and uh, backgrounds um, all working together and all, all to be benefited from. That was, that was my initial idea behind it. Yeah, and it's not really a, uh, I don't feel like any of us are coming saying that we're experts and you need to listen to us. It's more of a Socratic environment of let's sit at a table uh, and learn and sharpen uh, one another. Not Obviously, there are going to be people that we highlight and people in expertise in certain areas that, that all of us want to glean um, understanding. Um, so it's definitely not a, hey, listen to us. It's a, we have some experience, but we want to create an environment where people can come and, and get maybe over the hump or get to the next level or maybe even begin. Um, so in kind of in regards to that, uh, Kurt and Elizabeth, you guys decide who goes first, but why would you encourage somebody to even consider joining something uh, like a mastermind? Yeah, so... Uh, We've been really fortunate to have coaches and mentors along our path that have, you know, we've made a lot of our own mistakes, but, uh, you know, you can either learn by experience or learn from other people's experience. And uh, we've been fortunate that we've learned by other people's mistakes quite a bit uh, that were willing to share with us and willing to be open with us. Um, and that has made a huge difference uh, for, for us. And that's why we feel so strongly with even mastermind or, uh, you know, having something where people can come together and share what it is, like where they're at, what they're, what they're trying to accomplish in their business and really get feedback from multiple people, because that's made all the difference for us. And we actually, we, we run a meetup here in Lancaster. Uh, it's free. We don't charge anything for it because one of the reasons we want to collaborate, we want to bring people together um, so that they can feel like they're part of something and also that they're not because you, you guys know as entrepreneurs, sometimes we can feel like we're, we're flying solo, you know, that nobody else is going through this problem. Like, you, you know, you're trying to figure out how to fund a deal, right? That's like the quintessential. I have no money. How do I fund this deal? Nobody else has this problem, you know, and you can't sleep at night. Yeah, yeah. But, Nobody's you know, ever had that problem before. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, but you know, but to come to a group like this and to vent that and for everybody to say, oh yeah, this is what I did. This is what I experienced, I think is, is huge. And just to chime in too, as far as having a mastermind and having that intentionality, I think was really key for us and what we see with our private clients and coaching is that when somebody has that scheduled and set community, even though right now it's over Zoom, that there are relationships that are built and there's just some built in natural camaraderie and connection. And we really found that when we invested, like obviously there's tons of free things. We love doing our free group, but when we invested our money into a, a, a connection point where we were getting mentorship, where we had that community, then we paid for it. We made sure we were going to be fully taking action in that group. So there is a place for learning and by all means, you know, take, take full advantage of free things. But when there is a, an investment, we understand as real estate investors, the return on investment. And we are so happy for the amount of money that we invested into education and groups like this, because it produced 
far more than what it cost. Exponential more results um, because we had that uh, connection and community and we actually took the action that needed to happen and had real time feedback. So that's one of the reasons that we really believe in mastermind in working together and having a group like this. So Chad, um, when you were thinking about this, what, what kind of like, if you were to fast forward, you know, six months and we're in it, what does a typical mastermind uh, that's going to be virtual look like as far as a, a basic skeleton structure of how something like this would go showing kind of the benefit of what people or why people would want to join something like that? What would that structure look like? Yeah, definitely. So for me personally, I've been in two masterminds. One was virtual and one was in person. And I've seen a lot of benefits to both. And one real benefit to the virtual mastermind is there's not that lingering sense of competition like you have at a local mastermind where um, you want to share how you do your business, but not all the secrets, right? Like you're going to lose a deal uh, to somebody. So I think there's, there's, a, there's an extra level of openness on a virtual mastermind where you can share everything about what you're doing. You can be fully encouraging of everybody else in the group. Um, and the structure of the meeting is that once a week, we meet online on a Zoom call like this uh, discussion here. And a couple members of the group will have time where they share specifics about their business, what things are going well, what things they're struggling with, get feedback from the group, and be able to benefit from <clears throat> the experience and perspective of the group. And then there'll be a section of the meeting that's led by the host, where they'll present a specific topic, information they've prepared, and then the group will be able to talk about applications of that information. How does that affect our business? How will that help our business get to the next level? And there'll be some kind of assignment or um, you know, takeaway to help you for the week ahead before the next meeting. So that's the general structure. You have accountability, encouragement, information, and it's a, it's a good push for you to go for the week ahead. Okay. Kurt, a lot of times when, when even myself, when I'm going to things like this and I'm going to be rubbing shoulders with what I think are people that are successful, uh, whether they are or not, they've, they've portrayed themselves in such a way that I believe that they're very active and they're doing uh, really well. How would you encourage somebody who's like, you know, I, I did a deal. You know, I, I assigned a property or I, I bought my first flip or, you know, but I've, but I've still kind of got an eight to five uh, job but I'm really wanting a transition, but how would I be of any value coming into a group like this? And also the intimidation factor of these people are doing this for a lifestyle and I'm not, how would you, as you're having a conversation with someone, show them the benefit of, Hey, it's not about that. Just jump full feet, go all in. That's a great question. Uh, and a lot of it comes down to, uh, first of all, that was me. Uh, I don't know if you knew that, maybe that's, but that was me as a UPS driver uh, for 12 years and uh, blue collar through and through, grown up doing concrete and all that. And when I, I mean, I was intimidated by bankers, I was intimidated by attorneys uh, and accountants and all of them. Uh, and I just was because I felt like they were so far above 
me of where I was. Uh, and so, you know, we all have to start somewhere. And in this environment, in this community, especially when it comes to invest, especially with like Chris and Chad and all of us, like, uh, and my guess is the people that are going to be part of this mastermind, like we want to, we want to share, like we want to, we want to lift each other up, you know, rising tide raises all ships and it really does. Um, and so I, I would want to see someone that, that would come in maybe they feel intimidated at the beginning, but don't worry about it. Like just come in and be willing to learn. Uh, let you let your heart on your sleeve. And, and if you are passionate about whatever, you don't have to be passionate about real estate necessarily, but if you're passionate about your goals, where you're going, what you want to achieve through real estate, you're going to do great. I mean, you're going to be able to glean so much from this. Uh, and so I guess that's what I would just tell them. Just, just jump in and no matter what, whatever you've done, if you have a goal and something you want to pursue, even if you've never done a deal, you know, but you're really passionate about getting out of your job or doing this or getting out of debt or, or becoming a missionary, like Chinese family, whatever it is, if you're passionate about that and you believe that real estate can be that vehicle to get you there, whether you've done a deal or not, carry that passion into something like this and you'll see results. Elizabeth, would you want to add anything like from the, from the dynamic of a couple um, we'll definitely hit on this that that uh, if you if you do have a partner, you know you you both want to be on the same page because you're both going to be underneath um, the, the the stress pressure of the of the process because it's entrepreneurial. It's stepping out and doing something a little bit different. I mean, even though we know thousands and millions of people have gone before us and bought a house and rehabbed it and sold it, it feels dramatically different when you take out the loan or get hard money or private money. Uh, to do that. I mean, I just got a, my mentor in ministry just lended to me on a rehab in Memphis and we've done this before, but now it's like somebody I know. So I'm a little bit, you know, a little more terrified. Like we, we got to perform. We got to, so would you speak to that in the sense of as a couple, um, would a couple benefit, you know, as opposed to just singular, would a couple benefit coming to something like this and just a little bit about kind of address that a little bit. Sure. Obviously, we want to encourage people to work together with, and especially oftentimes as a couple, um, and you see this on HGTV and it looks all wonderful, and it's definitely a growing experience. It is a challenge. There are some uh, growth moments and heated discussions, and um, regardless of which spouse is the visionary and which spouse is the administrative, um, a lot of times people that we work with, the one or the other will take the lead on it, and that's fine, um, but there has to be support, and what we found is the more that we could be together at the different meetings or mentorships or things, we were pulling in the same direction, even if we had different roles and different preferences, different areas of expertise, the more that um, you can be in unity, the faster you can go. And I do credit a lot of our growth and success to the fact that we could work together. And we will also 100 million percent be authentic to say it is a work in progress. It is something that we are both passionate about, but we have to work hard at. When you work 
together in business. We went from he was gone on a nine to five job all the time and I was homeschooling the children to both being in business together. It was like starting over. It was like being married all over again because we had to get to know each other again after being married for 15, 20 years. Uh, so we definitely encourage couples to experience this together whenever possible, even if one spouse is just there for moral support. It does help when you're both on the same page and pulling in the same direction and experiencing the same information because one may take it in differently. And like I said before, one may be the visionary, one may be the implementer and administrative person. And that way you can accomplish your goals so much faster. And it really is, honestly, it's a lot more fun when you hit your goals as a couple. It just, it's a lot more fun to do it that way. Well, I don't know about in you guys' marriages, but but in mine, uh, me and my wife hear things differently. <laughs> uh, if we go to a meeting, what I hear and take away is usually not what she hears and take away, uh, which leads to uh, the, the polite word of conversation of where what step needs to take place next. My step might be dramatically different. And so sometimes getting in a group like this and just hearing the battles, even the horror stories or the victories kind of begin to encourage like, okay, we're not the only one that struggles. We're not the only one that argues. We're not the only one that maybe has a different idea uh, of how we should uh, have what, what step we should take next in the process of what we're doing in real estate. So I think something that would be great, uh, Chad, is maybe uh, sharing a little bit of our own journey of, of, of how we've arrived here in regards to maybe if you were doing something before real estate to where, where you're at today, um, you know, just some of the highlights so that people can see that we're just normal people that have chosen to use, as Kurt said, vehicle of real estate to, to accomplish and to head towards some of the goals uh, that we want to go towards. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was a high school English teacher, loved teaching and uh, helping students in that capacity. And then eventually my family moved to Kenya. We were missionaries in Kenya uh, in a rural setting among the Turkana tribe and had a lot of great experiences there. Great work, great friends uh, that were, I mean, <clears throat> because of technology, still able to be in touch with, which is pretty awesome. And in 2012, we came back to the States and our job ended and I had to jump into real estate really to pay the bills, um, to make ends meet. So I don't know that I thought real estate was what I wanted to do, but I wanted to pay the bills and I wanted my kids to have a good life. And once I got into it, I, I mean, I really enjoy it. So, and so I, you know, built a large portfolio or I built a portfolio and somewhere, uh, you know, it was about a year and a half ago, two years ago, I had reached my goals, you know, in the beginning I had these goals. I had to, I'm very driven. I had to achieve these goals and I had reached them. And I was just miserable and knew that I was missing something. And I didn't know what it was. Um, didn't really know what the solution was. And that's when I hired a coach for the first time, which was very humbling to me um, because I'd never done it before. And just 
by hiring him and him having an outside perspective, he was able to guide me into some solutions with the business, just making a few changes and the business got much easier. The problem smoothed out. We started growing again. I was happy again. My wife was happier again, you know, <laughs> because I was happy. So it is amazing what, what a difference that makes. And so once we built, so I built a management company to handle our rentals and took that off my plate. I was very excited to start the podcast and the YouTube channel and coaching and now the mastermind as a way to help other people uh, get their businesses and their lives where they want them to be. So, well, just to touch on quickly, what would be kind of your day to day in regards to just real estate? What are you doing kind of day to day in just real estate, not the podcast or mastermind, but just the actual part of real estate? Just real estate. I, uh, you know, it's like asking a missionary what their normal day is. Who knows, man? <laughs> um, I, I, uh, my typical tasks that I have, you know, I check my assistant's to-do list. We have a shared to-do list, see if there's anything she needs from me and make sure she's on track. I don't really need to hold her accountable. She's super driven too. But I check to see what she's doing. I uh, usually call the contractors once a day, see where we're at on projects. If there are any extreme tenant problems, then I deal with those. Um, if they're, you know, beyond my assistant's ability or desire to deal with, <clears throat> then those fall on my plate. And then, you know, looking for new deals. So dealing with lenders, I deal with all the lenders, raising more money and, for new deals. And you would say your, your, uh, what are the strategies that, that you right now are doing in real estate? There are many different types of ways to do real estate, but what would be the, the ones that you're doing today? And then I'm going to ask one other question. What's one that maybe you've been thinking about that, that, uh, that you would like to, to get into? Yeah, my bread and butter deals or my bread and butter strategies, I raise private money. And so I'm used to that from ministry. So I raise a lot of money from private lenders. Um, people looking for an alternative investment to the stock market. And I'll basically do the Burr strategy with their money where I'll purchase the property and then refinance it out either with another lender or a bank doing portfolio loans. And I do a lot of creative financing too. So I'll do land contracts or subject twos or whatever, like the deal I was talking to you guys about before. It's a unique creative deal, you know, that very well may be the ideal scenario for me and the seller. So I like those creative strategies. Okay. Moving forward, I've got this guy in, in my mastermind who is all about apartments. And we, have, we actually have coming up, a new episode coming up, a debate you actually want to watch, where we will debate apartments versus single-family homes. And he's swinging me, you know, I'm starting to think maybe apartments would be a good deal. So um, I've got one that we can all go in on. Mastermind right there. That little exchange is why you need a mastermind. That's right. That's it. Definitely. 
That's a debate. Uh, there's actually a couple other guys. Uh, Tim Bratz, I don't know him. He's an apartment guy. And a Dave, last name starts with a P. I won't pronounce it right. But they're about to have a big showdown. The Dave guy is a single family and the Tim guy is all multi. Uh, they're going to have a big, healthy, big time uh, breakdown of the, of the battle. So I'll be interested to watch yours and see uh, what the data is. So Kurt and Elizabeth, tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about your journey, your history from uh, UPS uh, to what you're doing now, the, the kind of the, I guess, like uh, Chad said, the bread and butter of what you guys do daily. Um, and then, you know, what's something that you guys are talking about? Maybe, maybe um, some people like what they are doing and just want to add more of that. Um, tell me a little bit about what your journey what you do, and then what's a goal maybe in the future? Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so like I said, I worked at UPS for 12 years. I started out as actually a youth pastor and transitioned, uh, became UPS, became a full-time job. Uh, and, uh, you know, I enjoyed doing doing that work. I never believed they would pay me that much money to, to drive a truck and deliver packages, uh, you know, so that was hard to pass up. But uh, for me, it was just like, it was kind of like I was wearing somebody else's shoes. As I like to say, it, it was a great job. I enjoyed parts of it, but it's not necessarily what we wanted for our lives. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with it. It was just for us. Right. Our right. And so um, we did start out uh, our first home that we bought like 16 years ago was a duplex. We lived in half of it, rented out the other half. That's when we realized that people will pay us money to live in it. Like that was just just, I don't know why I didn't envision that happening, but it was unbelievable when we started getting checks because they were living there. Um, but yeah, so then uh, throughout my, uh, as I was UPS, we added a few more buildings and a few more units and just kind of was dabbling in real estate. Um, and at the time also we, we started a, a financial company where we we're actually doing financial coaching and mentoring um, but we were uh, actually selling the materials so that people could go through them and, you know, and then we would kind of coach based off of that. And that was a great uh, added stream of income for us. And so it was, it was, it was growing so much that in 2016, November of 2016, we thought, hey, with our rentals and with this, I can, I'll leave my, let's leave my job and become full-time entrepreneurs. And so uh, I did. And, and I was pregnant with baby number six. <laughs> that, that is the thing. <laughs> Did I mention UPS had really good benefits? And, <laughs> and we lost them. <laughs> so left UPS and uh, literally a month later, now our, our income was actually tied to an organization that dictated what we would be paid. So we weren't true business owners, right? We were still underneath of this umbrella. And there was it, the compensation plan that they had, actually they cut, uh, or they restructured it, uh, and we our income went down almost ninety percent. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. I, I even say that today. And, I mean, you talk about an oh crap moment. Like that was it. <laughs> and, uh, so we had a nest egg. We fortunately had savings. We had coach financial coaching. Unfortunately, we did what we taught, um, and so we had a nest egg and we had some real estate. But it was a matter of well, what do we do now? And real estate was the one thing that we knew. And so we jumped in totally. We did exactly what Chad did. Uh, even though we had a limited amount of funds, we had no income coming in, we hired a coach. 
like I just knew that that I had had mentors speaking into my life up to that point that I knew I needed somebody that was way past where I was. So we hired a coach uh, and we, we we had them for uh, a year and it was it was remarkable. We were able to grow in real estate and we were able to surpass what I was making at UPS and a in a pretty and I don't want to try and give time frames, but it happened quick enough that I didn't have to go back and beg for my job back. Let's just say that. Um, so I don't know if you want to add to that. So yeah, just as the other side of that story, um, you know, being uh, in the corporate world, I started out in uh, insurance. And so uh, when we had our children, I walked away from a job with benefits. He was at as a youth pastor, but I carried the insurance um, because that's how it goes, you know. And so we lived in the hundred year old duplex and I went from being a career woman to being a stay at home mom, which was quite a shock. Our, our daughter had medical complications and we had no plan. And so real estate really was the saving grace. Um, really, we feel like God led us to that, that property because um, it made all the difference for us in those very lean years. So for people that are maybe experiencing those lean years now in our current economic situation, uh, real estate was a very good opportunity for us in our journey to help keep a, our nose above water. And um, so we, like Kurt said, had built the financial area. I had always kept my insurance. I had done financial coaching um, in the community just on the side as a mom and keeping my insurance certifications and things. And so when our compensation was cut and I was pregnant with baby number six, that definitely uh, opened up my eyes to how the different options in real estate could benefit our family. And so for me, continuing that um, opportunity in real estate, doing, we did 17 turns or acquisitions in 15 months with a newborn. We don't necessarily recommend than that. Um, but without having a community of real estate investors, uh, you know, I, I don't think we would have been near as successful. I know for sure we wouldn't have. We are surrounded by a fantastic uh, community of real estate investors in addition to our coach. And I, I know that a lot of people may be feeling like, well, I want to invest in real estate. How can I spend money on investing in a mastermind or mentorship or education? And really, as a financial coach, I've seen hundreds and hundreds of people's financials, and I know there is always a way. There's always money that can be found, and there is always a, a more than enough return on education and mentorship and a mastermind. And so that's we practice what we preach. Kurt said, you know, before we ever took an owner draw, we were paying our coach, and um, that is very, very well worth it. Even while I was trying to feed, you know, cook and feed our family, beans and rice, whatever we could do, you know, it was worth it to have that community and that uh, support in that acquisition time. And so I guess um, you asked what we do day to day. Um, and then I'll let Kurt talk about what he does day to day as a mom of six. Um, it's definitely a challenge uh, to homeschool and to integrate our business. But I 
I'm so excited to be able to teach our children at all different levels about real estate investing. So if there's any uh, women that are saying, can I do this? Is this possible? Is it something that um, is a viable option for my family? You know, I have teens to toddlers and they are very involved in our business. Um, and I integrate that into our homeschooling. So I take care of the financial side. I do tax strategy, insurance review. My area of specialty is what I did for my career. And I've been able to come and bless my husband's vision with those skill sets and support what his vision is for our business. So that's kind of what my day to day takes into account. So do you want to go ahead and do this? Yeah, so I, it probably looks a lot like Chad's. I mean, it sounds similar uh, in that I uh, we raise money. Uh, with a lot of we do a lot of work with a lot of private lenders, um, and so uh, it's it's now we don't have a property management company yet, so we do all our own property management. So we keep that in house, uh, so that that does take time and effort. Um, but we have systems in place that it's not excruciating. It's not a big deal. We just deal with it and it doesn't take up too much time but uh but yeah i mean talking to lenders and uh dealing with contractors we're always doing rehabs always um and, and i like to i like it that way i like just keeping rolling like i want to end a project begin a project have some overlap and so uh, managing that is a lot of uh, probably my day-to-day is just managing those projects and uh, on this one i'm working in it I got, I'm sitting here picking paint off my fingernails. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> but, uh, we've all been there. <laughs> it's right. Sometimes you got to get in it, man. You know, sometimes you got to get in it and, and make it happen. So. And do you have any, have any moving forward, uh, types of real estate strategies that have interested you? Yeah. I, so as crazy as it was, uh, raising money was really intimidating intimidating to me. I was intimidated by like every aspect of this. If it makes it sound like it, it's true, I really was. Um, and so raising money was no different. But when you don't have any money and you're not making enough to make ends meet, you find ways. To, and so I raised money. Like, you know, I, I, my coach taught me how to do it. And, and so that's how we started using private money. Uh, but I would really like to uh, possibly get into syndicating larger deals. Um, because I, I, I enjoy that. Uh, I, I tend to enjoy bringing people together and, um, you know, seeing them get a return on their money. Like it, it's, they get pretty excited about that when they don't yeah. have to do anything for it, except put money. Yeah. In you. Absolutely. <laughs> and to yeah. be clear, we, we do still have different interests in real estate, even though we're pulling in the same direction. So if people are saying, well, I'm not interested in the same thing my spouse is, that's okay. Uh, you know, because we, we do still have the end goal in sight. We talk about it all the time, our perspectives on this. Um, but for moving forward, I, I love um, to empower and work with people in mentorship and teaching and being able to help protect the assets. So I do, um, I really like the acquisition part that Kurt does um, because we do oftentimes come into contact with uh, dilapidated houses or or drug houses, um, areas that really are in need of restoration. So I'm looking forward to those continuing those acquisitions, but also the protecting side of that because there is a technical side of having a legal and tax strategy and having the um, insurance coverage, things in place to be able to make those restorations possible. 
So that's something that I'm looking forward to continuing is those acquisitions and then also teaching those type of concepts so that our communities are improved. There's definitely a need in so many communities for that kind of restoration that we're not just real estate investors, we're actually raising the quality of life in our respective communities. We're housing providers. We provide homes for people that really mean something to them. And that's what I'm really passionate about and looking forward to. Yeah, um, I, I'll try to be quick. Uh, my journey is, I think, a little bit younger than you guys, which I hope is a benefit uh, to the overall group. Um, we've only been doing this about five years and and never thought I would do anything outside of uh, ministry. Um, I was not raised in the church, um, but that's where God led me, and, uh, and I loved what I did. I absolutely loved what I did, and... Uh, and I got to use some of my, I guess, entrepreneurial gifts and, and launching things, planting things, birthing things. Every traditional church I was brought to was to, to change it, to make it new again, or to make it thrive, or to make it go from wandering away to, to, to turning around and, and seeing it thrive. And so um, I like that. Um, came to Arizona to plant uh, my second church. And uh, about five weeks after I got here, the, the guy that was kind of spearheading um, everything, these two larger churches coming together, um, left uh, and, and didn't uh, share that with me, <laughs> even though I had grilled him while I was still living in the Northwest in Seattle about where he wanted to be, what his long-term after, because these were two very uh, healthy churches. He was the younger of the two it was five years old but it was the fastest growing church really in arizona and the older church was looking for a transition but was very healthy um and so they saw they had been mentoring um the, the younger pastor um who was who was close in my age and uh so it just i really loved what they were doing so our family chose to come down here and to live in a specific part of the city to plant a church that would be a part of uh, a group, and uh, it was a very fascinating time. Never been through anything like that. Thought we were going to go back to the Northwest, um, but just started connecting to another church planner who I had helped. Uh, he was going through some tough stuff when he was planting, and he had gotten into real estate and was just incredibly uh, successful. And uh, just, just said, man, what are you doing? He shared a little bit of it. He actually flew down here on his dime, uh, and then, I mean, the first 10 minutes that we were in his hotel room, he had me on the phone uh, doing acquisitions uh, for him, for his uh, properties back in Colorado, uh, or what he, you know, leads that were coming in. And he just kind of knew how I was gifted and said, hey, I think you would be great in that. What I'm talking about specifically is wholesaling, um, because when you're a pastor, um, you don't have major amounts of resources to go in and start buying a bunch of properties. Um, so you look at ways that you could acquire, um, and then once you've acquired or have the property under contract, you can legally um, have equitable rights to assign that property to an investor like these guys that are on this mastermind uh, who are looking for properties. And I can make a small fee, an assignment fee, uh, by helping finding properties um, for people that want to either flip or hold. Uh, or do something else with the property. And so that was how I got into it. 
a little bit by myself and a little bit actually working for him and another uh, nationally known person. And, uh, and I really loved it. I, I love the idea of, of getting on the phone with somebody in, in regards to real estate and listening more to their issue of why they want to sell the property. Because usually they're at a point where they have to sell the property and they're looking for some other strategy than the traditional way. And there's nothing wrong with the traditional way. My wife is a, a real estate agent, but they're in a situation where they can't. And so there is money to be made. Um, but I like the process, like Kurt said, I like the process of, of putting it all together. There's somebody that needs to sell. There's somebody that wants to buy. Who, who can get these guys together in a, in a situation and think creatively on how this transition could work that benefits the seller and it benefits the buyer? And I'm not saying that traditional, that doesn't happen, but a lot of times these are people that they can't do that or they'll end up walking away with nothing or even having to bring more money uh, to the closing table. Um, so I've been uh, wholesaling for the last five years, but with my two partners, one that's two years old and one that's about four years old, um, we've kind of turned the corner and, and we love that part of the business, but we have been flipping as well. And now we're trying to not um, have to wholesale all the time because wholesaling is great. It is a, it is a great opportunity um, but when you're wholesaling, you have to keep wholesaling if you're going to keep money coming in. So you're always looking for the next deal, which I enjoy, but my wife maybe would not like some of the stress of always having to look for the next deal and the marketing. But there's also an aspect of building an acquisitions team and dispositions. And I love that. I love building teams. That's what I was good at in ministry. And I love doing that. So there's that aspect, but we are buying and keeping or buying and holding, um, which I really like. Um, so I'm, I've, uh, I've been dabbling in the, in the raising money. So that's where I say I'm the newbie. Uh, I knew I could be good at it. And everybody told me you're dumb for not doing it. But there's always that intimidation uh, aspect of, wow, a lot of my connections are people that have done ministry. I don't want them to think I'm trying to take advantage. But the beauty is that in the process of you buying a property, you actually are helping somebody make money with their money. So there is a huge advantage of them getting involved, not only in the making money, but a lot of times, most of the time in mind, a better return than where their money. Um, and, and just recently, we, I did a deal where I bought a house from a gentleman and he became the lender for the rehab. And he asked because his money was making three or 4% and I was willing to give him 8%. And so he thought that was the coolest thing in the world. Um, and I bought his house for 50 cents on the dollar. So I was, it was a win-win for all of us. So I feel like I have a lot to learn from you guys, um, which is why I'm excited to be a part of it. But I do, I know I have some giftings and some things that others have shared that you need to pass on. And so there's always within me, whatever you learn, who are you turning around and giving that back to? Um, so that's why I'm here is everything that I have learned, and it has been a lot, uh, I want to give back and I want to see people. Um, I know you guys have this heart. My heart is, you know, rescuing marriages and, and, and showing people there are other ways to make money to go do the things that you really want to go do. So as far as my goal in the future, definitely the mobile home park multifamily is, is very exciting to me. Um, again, because there's people at those places. 
So you're providing a, a cool place for people to live uh, based on where they're at. Um, and then, like I think it was Kurt said, you know, the syndication part. I, I have a friend, it's actually a former student in my ministry who has in three years already, two years, already bought three apartment complexes. So I'm like, okay, I want to learn what you're doing. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited in, in, uh, in multi. Well, All right. outside, Chris, real quick, I, from my perspective, I always enjoy talking to you because you're talking about deals in North Carolina and Memphis and Washington. And I don't even look at deals in my entire city. I have my neighborhoods that I look at deals, you know, and if the house is 30 minutes away, I'm like, meh, I don't think I'm going to mess with that one. And so I think for investors, one of the things that we really struggle with is building a system so other people can do the tasks that, that we're trying to do, empowering right. others to, to work together on a team. And so I think you have a wealth of knowledge in that, in that arena being able to work in multiple markets around the country. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy that. Well, t tell me, Chad, a little bit about this, kind of some of the, the nuts and bolts, like if somebody is gonna be interested to do this, what's their on-ramp? You know, what's the process gonna be to join something like this? Yeah, the on-ramp is you go to uh, the website, truewealthinvestors.com slash mastermind. And we've got some more information on that page. You can submit that you're interested and then we'll send you an email asking a few questions about just to get to know you better, get to know your business better. And really the key to that is we want people who are active investors, who are passionate, who are driven and really want to not only invest the money and the time, but want to invest the sweat equity to make their business better and get to the next level. So that's who we're, we're wanting to find. And so if that's you, start that process, fill out the form on that page, and then we'll reach out to you and, and get the ball started from there. Okay. Um, we're planning on the first meeting uh, being the first week in November, which is around the corner. And I don't think we've mentioned price yet, but the price point for an individual is $297. Um, for a couple to join together is $397 a month. However, for the first six members, uh, we're giving a $100 discount. So when you hear this, when you are listening to this message, do not delay. Jump on uh, the website, fill out the form, get that ball started. And uh, I know you'll be glad you did. I am really excited to meet uh, all the people who have this burning in their heart to make their businesses better. I'm looking forward to the meetings and uh, those discussions as well. Sure. So let's, let's talk about that real quick. We know we're charging for this. What would be, and I'll let any of the three of you choose to, to chew on this and talk about it. Um, why would we charge? <laughs> well, I as the I love to have this question actually posed to me because as a financial um, coach and in my background, this is always a question of how should you allocate your resources wisely, and they're really that is a very valid question because a lot of people are saving up for rehab or saving up for a down payment or saving up for 
um, an acquisition or a refinance. And so there are so many things in real estate that you could invest in. So why should you invest in a mastermind? And the answer is because it will put you so far exponentially ahead in being able to make connections that the things that we mm. thought at the beginning were important to invest in, in, in our mentorship and the programs we've done, um, weren't necessarily the right things. We saved so much money by investing in our mentorship and our own education and our own groups. We saved hundreds of times over the amount that the small amount of money that it took to invest. So why should you? Because you're a wise investor, because you know there are gaps, just all of us have them um, that need to be filled in. And we always allocate our resources wisely. And if money is an issue, just know that there is always a way to find that and still fill out the form. Um, take that step of faith, right? That there is going to be um, a way to find the support that you need. And having that investment is always going to produce a return. Kurt, Chad, anybody? Yeah, no, I, I mean, just that was great. I mean, piggybacking on that, I know when we hired a coach, uh, it, I don't even know how much money we have made, not not to mention saved, but just the income that we've been able to produce for our family. Um, I mean, I don't even know that I could really quantify it. I mean, I could go to see what we were earning then to what we're earning now, but I don't even think that tells the whole tale of the tape, right? Um, but just that alone, we, we knew we, we needed some support. And for us, that, that investment, like that can never be taken away. Like the, the knowledge and experience that we got and from our coach yeah. and the relationships right. that we've got, no one can ever take that knowledge away. Like we invested money into that in a season when we didn't have any income coming in and we're still reaping the benefits from it today. I mean, it'll never, no matter what, either we could have another recession or whatever. And I, that knowledge will stay there. I mean, it's no, it can never be taken away. Yeah, I agree completely. It is an investment. And um, I, me personally, I've been a member of both a paid mastermind and an unpaid mastermind. And I got a much greater value from the paid mastermind partially my own investment that I had spent money on it and I really wanted to get the most out of it. But additionally, the paid mastermind had a leader who was putting energy and time into uh, hosting it and preparing for it and really, you know, spending a lot of time and energy in that group and each of the members and the unpaid mastermind has a tendency to slip into a social club, which isn't good or you know isn't good or bad there's just much more value uh, that you'll receive out of a paid mastermind and i think what you said kurt is a great uh, point that your network that you get out of paid coaching and a paid mastermind is a really big benefit and i realized on this call that the only way we all know each other is from paid coaching and mastermind relationships and so that network that you build from those uh, relationships is really worthwhile. You can't put a price tag on, on that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
Well, is there anything that anybody else would want to add? I mean, I, I think for me, you know, anybody that chooses to pay to come to this needs to understand that we are going to put forth a great effort to not only listen uh, to where you're at, uh, as well as the, the group that will form out of this, but we'll also encourage, you know, we're not, we, we don't want you to quit. There's always a desire to keep going, but then there's also going to be an aspect of challenging, you know, the, the hope is to challenge, to stretch. Um, I, I, I fully expect to be stretched in this process. And um, to me, I tell my kids this, and I learned it from CrossFit. Uh, my first week in the CrossFit was just a, a birthday gift. I just wanted to go. And I remember going to breakfast with the, with the CrossFit coach. And, uh, and it was a cool story. I'll tell it real quick. He, he had never been to church ever in his entire life. And I had never been to CrossFit except for that first week. And I said, uh, I asked the guy, I said, coach, what, tell me about CrossFit as far as if I want to make this a continuation. And he said, uh, and I think this applies to all parts of life. He said, Chris, um, if you can get comfortable being uncomfortable, you're going to love CrossFit. <laughs> and it was really cool after listening to him for about 30 minutes, he said, what do you think about church? And I said, hey, coach, if you can be comfortable being uncomfortable, you are going to love church. Uh, <laughs> And so, but what I found was that that just kind of, anytime there's, there's growth in my life or anytime there's a chance to do something like in real estate, um, you have to get uncomfortable. You know, I, I, I secured uh, five new lenders last week on one deal, all Chick-fil-A owners. And one of them was just a former student in my ministry. And he had been watching me and I just finally got uncomfortable and started posting things on, on Instagram that, Hey, I bought a house. Let's go buy a house together. And even though that's so simple, there's always a voice inside of me that says, oh, you're stupid. There's better people than you. There's smarter people than you. Why would anybody want to team with you? And yet some of my friends were watching and he called and we needed to close on, on three properties. And these guys had all been talking about it. And I just got uncomfortable and got in front of them. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. You know, and now they want to fly me to Denver and share more about uh, how they can be involved. You know, and I'm like, this is crazy. You know, so you're going to come and you're going to get a chance to voice. We're going to listen. Uh, the group's going to encourage and we're going to definitely challenge to to hopefully uh, ha have a stretching process in your life that will increase your knowledge so that you can go do some of the things that you want to do in real estate. Uh, that's a great vehicle to provide for your family, but also for the things that you really want to do in life. So I'll give you each uh, a few couple of seconds, minutes, whatever you want to say to, you were going to say something to somebody about why to join the mastermind. What are the one or two things that, that, that pop into your mind before we get off here? Well, I would say uh, the name of the group is the Elevate Mastermind Group, and it's all about getting your business to the next level. So if you're content where your business is, then you should just keep doing what you're doing. But if you're not quite where you want to be, if you want to improve your business, make it bigger, better, then you need to do something uncomfortable or do something that you're not doing. And this mastermind group is going to be a great opportunity uh, for that. So I would just encourage you, you don't have to know how it's all going to work out. You don't have to know exactly what the impact is going to be. But if you really want to get to the next level, I would say take that first step and uh, take this opportunity to get your business there. Yeah, and uh, and I would just add that um, 
no matter what level you're at, I mean, the whole, like Chad said, the elevate theme is no matter where you're at, it's taking, it's taking that your business or your goals to the next point. So whether you're, you're a seasoned investor that owns several units or a wholesaler or a flipper or whatever, or if you're, you're new, but you're passionate, you're, you're willing to work, you're hitting it and you, you got someplace you want to go, no matter where you fall on that spectrum, you know, we're going to be a group that can speak to whatever that is, because the one thing all three of us or four of us have in common, three households have in common is that we were all beginners at one point. We were all starting from nothing at one point. So we know what that was like. And, uh, but between us three households, we also have a lot of experience and no matter what issue I'm confident that as a group, no matter what issue you're dealing with, if it's a high level issue, we're going to be able to, to, as a mastermind collectively, we're going to come up with solutions that would be difficult to come up with on our own by ourselves. Um, and that's, that's the whole point. And that's how we, we elevate our business and that's how it really takes off. And just to kind of close it out, as far as being able to um, find value in this group, it really is about um, being ready to grow and learn and understand that the network that the people that you run with is really a determining factor of how your business grows. And when people join this mastermind, you know, they're building connections with all of us. And we all have our own networks that we can problem solve and pull resources to. So I would say, gosh, I wish I would have had this when we first started out. I wish I would have had, you know, another couple or, you know, be able to connect with the different networks represented here um, because we are in economic times that are going to be challenging, but are also posing some very unique opportunities. And so now is the time. There is no time to delay. There are people that need real solutions in the area of housing. And we have an opportunity, and I believe a moral opportunity, that is a right choice to step into some really difficult times and provide solutions. So yeah. that's that's kind of my stance of what I would share to folks. For, for me, the book Rocket Fuel comes to mind. You know, there's that concept of there's a there's a visionary and there's an implementer, you know, but it's when you when you partner to those together, that's when the true explosion uh, takes place. And uh, maybe some of the people that are that are considering are, are visionaries, but they struggle with implement, implement implementation, which would be me. I'm a visionary and I'm always looking for people that understand systems because I, I can work well with them because I can share with them, but they have a heart, a gift to actually build out, you know, where I want to go. And sometimes coming in a group like this, uh, there might even be a connection with two people that they become more of a company or a team because they're gifted. Um, I look forward to, in regards to rocket fuel deals that could be done within the group, this guy's this and, and she's that, and, and they're talented, but, but they need each other to complete a deal or maybe even collaborate to do the deal together. I mean, before this, I was telling you guys, I've got a, a lot of product to move and I want to buy. Is there a way we can figure this out? So um, that's the part I like is that when you get in there and, and, and relationships start happening and then there's the synergy of actually, wow, I'm, I'm not only benefiting by the growth, I'm actually benefiting by doing business together. Uh, and I think we've all, 
met people within groups that we've uh, paid to be a part of that we've actually done business together with. So real quick, uh, Elevate, why, why the name? Let's just hit on that real quick. Why the name Elevate? Chad, you just hit on it. Kurt, tell me. Yeah, so uh, the whole idea of Elevate was, uh, we, as we were talking as a group, uh, that was one of the discussions. I don't know how long we've been talking about just what to name the group. And, but that was the whole, like, we just were looking for a word, looking for a word to capture what it meant to, to go to the next level, to, to lift no matter where you find yourself, uh, to be able to achieve that next goal or that next level. And uh, to elevate really encompasses that whole concept that uh, we're going to lift each other up. I mean, we're going to not just, in, I mean, not just in your business, but like, like you said, Chris, encouraging one another. I mean, because so much of this game of real estate and being a business owner is our mindset, is is not getting discouraged. You know, Elizabeth and I, we always joke that we just both can't quit on the same day, right? And we're good, you know. <laughs> and uh, but but that is so much of it is staying, keeping in the game and keeping our mindset where it needs to be, and it's elevating that to constantly. I mean, we're none of us on here. We've all even said none of us have arrived. We're not starting a mastermind because we've arrived and we're like, well, hey, you need all your answers from us. Like we're saying we're we're constant. We're out there hitting it. We're out there uh, lifting our game up. And so that that was what we wanted to embody with with Elevate. Yeah. Well, I'm about to hand it back over to Chad. For me, it's just Elevate is is uh, th this might say a strange answer, but um I'm elevating because I'm taking massive imperfect action. Um, you know, I'm failing so much, but it's allowing me to move forward. Um, it, it, it's by taking action, uh, you know, presenting a need to a lender and them saying no, some would view as a failure. And I'm like, no, it was imperfect because they chose not to be a part of it, but I've got to do that massively. And just by taking massive action, and I say imperfect action, allows me to grow and get uncomfortable and learn. But next thing you know, I start to elevate a little bit. I start to grow. I start to get a little bit of what we would call a victory. Um, and so for me, I'm excited for, for that part to see each of us elevate our, our businesses in the process of turning around and giving back and sharing our failures and, and the action that we are taking. We are out there just taking action. We're not saying that we're perfect. We're not saying that we're, we're, we're the best. But we got a lot of story to tell based on uh, the action that we have taken at this point. And I think it was Kurt that said at the very beginning, so learn from others. You know, let us help you maybe not make the mistakes we made and get you to where you want to go faster than we got there. So, Chad, thanks so much for letting me kind of lead the question uh, asking. But, uh, but this is your thing. So I want to pass it back on to you and just say we're grateful to be here and I'm looking forward to it. Hey, I appreciate you leading. Appreciate everybody coming on, sharing your perspective. I am honestly very excited to be meeting weekly and uh, to see really where the discussion will go and what will come from it. So um, I look forward to it. Thanks, guys. I'll uh, see you soon. 
Thanks for listening to the True Wealth Investors podcast. Visit us at truewealthinvestors.com to find archived episodes with show notes and links mentioned in each episode. Be sure to click the subscribe button today and leave us a quick review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to share how the show is helping you along your real estate investing journey. Thank you.